0: Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of Invalid Opinions, where being wrong can make it oh so right. I'm David Holloway.
1: I'm Simon Potter.
2: I'm Ben McJanet.
0: And yes, we're back. We're like, I don't know, we got the band back together in spite of the apprehended violence orders and the legal action and the general hatred for each other. We thought if it's going to be the end of the world, we might as well at least spend a couple more hours together.
2: I'd like to point out that I am only here under court order there is that i do like your lawyer though i, I he's a
0: nice old guy i don't know how, how much you're paying him and he doesn't know a lot no um, jerry harvey <laughs> jerry harvey oh jeez i hope you could do better than that
2: sorry for our overseas uh, listeners that will make um, no sense but... it, it's
1: it's been a it's, it's been a while since we caught up uh, ben how's the paternity suit going
2: Oh fantastic, fantastic. Oh, good, good, I tell good, you good. what, that 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 DNA it's uh a hundred percent not mine. I think Ben might say it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I think
0: you're getting it mixed up, Ben. I I think what Ben's alluding to you is the claim you made that I'm your father. And I still deny oh. that totally.
2: Oh that claim, yeah, no, that's just for inheritance, but I don't think that I'm really gonna get much out of that anyway.
0: Jeez, no, no, particularly now. So <laughs> I-
1: I, I think Ben would give his right hand to, uh, for you to be his father, quite honestly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, I'll I actually, I'll tell you a true story because we're living in these wonderful, fantastic times that we're living in. Um, and I am actually self isolating at the moment due to having a cold. Um, my parents were so kind to go to the supermarket. My dad rings me up and goes, do you want a bottle of whiskey? I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, no. I, I normally get, uh, yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? I, and he goes, oh, cool, cool. Um, where do you normally get Canadian Club? And I'm like, yeah, I normally get Canadian Club. That's usually pretty reasonably priced. He goes, oh, look, the one liter bottles on special. I said, well, I, I normally just get the smaller bottle. He goes, no, the smaller bottle's not really worth it. He, and my dad's a salesman <laughs> for longest time, and he's upsold me on a bottle of freaking whiskey because awesome. it was on special. It was only like eight dollars more to go to the one, do- one liter bottle, but still. So <laughs> love. That's he, that's that's the sort of kind kind of guy my dad is. He's he's right though
1: the seventy centiliter bottle is just not oh shit a seven hundred mil bottle is just not worth the effort. <laughs> no. Sorry, I've gone nah. na- I've gone native. I've gone native.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I I normally go the seven hundred mil bottle because they're normally on special. They do like the buy two for eighty dollars or whatever it is. I think it's yeah, and like I can get the bottle of that and usually a bottle of Bundy as well at the same time. Uh, yes, I drink Bundy. I'm from Queensland. Get over it. That's so right. um,
1: yeah yeah, that yeah. way we' all, we've already made a crack about Bundy uh, bef- when you were away getting a straw and a bottle of Bundy. so uh, yeah yeah, so, <laughs> uh, the great, I, I will say though, the great thing, the great thing about uh, Bundy is you can mix it with uh, a little aloe vera gel and it's a great hand sanitizer. Oddly enough, smells exactly yeah. and tastes exactly like hand sanitizer as well. Not so really it's bad. fantastic stuff.
2: And the red gum, the red gum flavor is actually—it's got quite a unique little uh, scent to it as well. So it, it's great; it makes wonderful deodorant. Deodorant, there, yeah, there's a good one. And as you can see, well,
1: yeah, if you if you, if you want to smell like a drunk,
2: yeah, it's, it's I live in great. Queensland. I mean, it smells oh. better than most of people here anyway.
0: Ooh. now
2: and this is—that's is, right. I, I'm from here, and I'm making fun of Queensland. So it's
1: getting. He's getting, the, he's getting the light hanging fruit in before we can, David. He's stealing our material.
0: That's right. And this is why we're back. It's all these life hacks for the apocalypse. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're obviously back. We, we did finish up back in December saying we might come back the odd time as circumstances dictated. So we thought given what's going on now, why the hell... Wouldn't we, you know, do the odd episode? Doesn't mean we're going to be back every, because you know, we were religiously putting this out every few days previously. But mm. just
2: oh, think yeah. yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, think quite, the regularity
1: of yeah, our look, episodes. Let, guys, guys, face it. If we get bored enough, there's going to be a hell of a lot more of these things. <laughs>
0: That's right. They could be daily for all I know. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like a daily Invalid Opinions, do tweet us. Maybe a oh, podcast. please, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we're back, but we are promising not to talk about uh, COVID-19 itself because uh, I doubt we need to add our bunch of opinions to the mix. So we're going to talk about the stuff we, we know best, allegedly, which is obviously pop culture and gaming and stuff like that, that hopefully a few of us will be doing a bit more of in amongst everything I think else.
2: the best way to put it is let's keep it positive, light-hearted, and let's have a little bit of fun. We know we're living in shitty times, and let's just try and enjoy life, exactly. what life we enjoy at the moment anyway. That's right.
0: Well put. So let's launch into it. And I thought we might go with one of the oldest topics ever on both this and the Flashpoint podcast we used to do, and that's Destiny 2. So I thought it would be worth (laughs) us doing a bit of a roundtable on what we've been playing in the past three or four months. Um, And believe it or not, I've been putting in a shitload of time on Destiny 2. So um, I ended up buying, I bought the last, believe it or not, and Simon, you can hiss at me if you need to. I bought the last two season passes.
2: Oh, um, oh. Mm. oh, it's like a kidney punch. Oh. Yeah, I
0: know. I, I wasn't going to, and I and they've done it well because you don't. You obviously don't need to. You can play the majority of the game without it, but the rewards and stuff that you do get by having the season pass and the extra content for fourteen bucks for three months. I'm actually happy to pay it. If it had been, you know, how we all have our price points, if it had been 20 bucks, I probably would have bought, as dumb as that sounds, but 14, 14 bucks for three months of entertainment on top of the base cost, I'm actually happy to do it.
2: And Look, I- I'll, I'll be honest with you. When it comes to those Destiny expansions, it always comes down to how much playtime you get out yeah, of it. that's right. Um, like, I haven't touched Destiny 2 since Forsaken dropped. I stupidly bought the, um, what's the latest expansion, Shadow, yeah, Shadow Keep? Keep?
1: Yeah, Shadow Keep, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I bought that on PC. I still haven't booted it up. I mean, I logged into it when they, they transferred over to Steam to make sure my Steam account was associated with it so I didn't have to worry about the Blizzard bullshit. Um, but I honestly haven't logged into it. I haven't played it. I paid for this content. I still haven't yeah. played it. And you would enjoy it because the Shadow Keep's not bad.
0: it's I mean, it's a bit of, I think we might have actually even talked about this on our last episode, it, it, it takes you back to the moon, and there is a lot of stuff mm. that that is very familiar territory from Destiny One or Destiny. Um, but it is good fun. So yeah, I've just had an absolute blast leveling up I, because I don't, I'm not part of an active you know fire team or guild or anything like that. I can't do the raids. I've never done a raid in Destiny in my life. But the rest of it, I'm having an absolute ball.
2: Yeah, I'm mm. seeing good things um, with the. Trials has come back as well, which yep. I saw was, you know, which has been really cool to which watch, like another. some trials videos on YouTube and, and it's stuff like that. There's
0: downside because, and again, unless you've got a bunch of people you play with, you can't participate. In oh, them, from what I can uh, tell,
2: tri- trials is top level PvP. Yeah. Unless you're actually good at playing versus other players. Uh,
0: oh, that's never stopped me before.
2: Yeah, it, it'll <laughs> stop you real quick this time. Like you'll go in and you will be dead in seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's one of those things where just uh, with trials being back, it's reinvigorated the Destiny community, um, especially from a multiplayer point of view. Because that was one of the best things about Destiny One was watching the trial stuff. And even though I was really not that great at it, me and my friends we'd still go in there and mm. you know we'd get a couple of wins under our belts and have a bit of fun in there. It was right. it was all right.
0: Yeah, look, they've Uh, certainly got the range. Like, it is at the stage, even after having played a couple of hours a day, essentially, for for weeks and weeks, there's enough content in there and enough bounties and stuff that I log in each day and go, okay, which order do I do all these bounties in? So, obviously, you've got your, um, you know, uh, tuning your weapons bounties, you've got your Vanguard bounties, you've got, oh, there's just a shitload of stuff now. And because you'll both remember, I'm a sucker for achievement systems. Destiny actually now has quite a decent well, they call them Triumphs. They've got quite a decent achievement system, and I just love it.
1: I'm not going to judge it too, hardly for, too harshly for playing Destiny 2. I have to admit, when they brought in the free-to-play, I stuck it on the PC, uh, got it on uh, the Xbox, mm-hmm. and, yeah, it's... It, it's Well, I mean, for, for the price of free, it's, uh, it's a good experience. And yeah. I must admit, I have... Kept checking, and I've got it in my wish list. I've got Forsaken and Shadowkeep in in my wish list. So if the price gets to a price point I'm willing to pay, because yeah. I've shelled out a, a lot of money to to Bungie already, all yeah. things considered. Uh, but yeah, I I would I would definitely I, I think I'm I am going to get it at some point. And um, shamefully, uh, when it got to the the wonderful price of eight pounds, I bought anthem. Oh,
0: there you go. Hey.
1: <laughs> and it's it's not bad. I I actually yeah. quite like it. I, now I've gotten used to the the jumpy fly fly through waterfalls and all of all of the rest of the the nonsense. It's there's a lot more there than I I thought from just hearing a lot of people ragging on it. I don't. It's like most things, people and it's it's got to do with like you know no man's sky and all of the all of the 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 marketing hype and the and the palaver that goes into a lot of this pre-launch bollocks um if you could just take the thing on face value and go with low expectations then at least you've got an opportunity to decide for yourself rather than having everything pitched sky high and then you're going this isn't, this, I'm not, I'm not having an orgasm every 30 seconds. What's going on? It's said right. every 30 seconds on the box. What is going on here? Yeah. So yeah, no, Anthem, I, I quite like, um, mm. and I'm, I am certainly interested to see what they do as
2: far as, you know, this redevelopment they're talking about. And, uh, for our Australian listeners, just as well, while we're on the topic of Anthem $4, it's been at, um, JB Hi-Fi several times, Oh really? $4 for the base game, um, Yeah, that's not bad. I I tell you what, for value for money, shit, it's not too bad, really. Because the game itself, like, playing it solo isn't too terrible an experience. Um, And the base gameplay loop is actually pretty good. It's the end game and the looting experience and the... uh, How do I explain the the, the like, you're limited in your armor options, sort of. Like, you can, there's a lot of customization with the armor pieces you have available, but the armor pieces that are available are limited themselves. Does that make sense?
1: It does. I expect that to change, yeah. though. I, I, think oh, I expect they it know to change what, as well, but... They know what the yeah. weaknesses are, but it's... it's, they, they've, it's they've, they're confronted with the Yeah, oh, I mean, it's a bargain. For, yeah. for the amount of entertainment you're going to get out of that, if you like that sort of game... But, um, I mean, they're running into exactly the same problem that The Old Republic did and uh, Destiny did is just getting, getting enough stuff for people to do. Yep. I mean, it's okay after That's a game's right. been out for a certain amount of time and they can start, re- you know, they can, they can recycle stuff or bring events back. And then you've got a library mm. catalog of stuff you can use. But, um, I mean, yeah. And EA being EA, which is to say, possibly the worst thing ever. It's it's just uh, yeah. It's I'm glad that they've got some sort of support, sort of I guess. Yeah, yeah. we'll see, we'll, we'll see. see. But I mean, even if it doesn't go much past what I've already played, I feel like I got my money's yeah, worth. No, it's so, right. so it's not a loss.
0: Yeah, and that, that's probably why I'm saying with the season pass. And you're right, Ben. It's the time you get out of it. I mean, I've, yeah. I've probably put in thirty hours on each season pass. So you go, well, that's fifty
2: cents an hour. It's not bad entertainment. Basically. And that's it. And that's uh, that's yeah. how I used to justify World of Warcraft subscription back yeah. in the day. Um, and this is back in the day when you'd go to Blockbuster or Video Easy to rent a DVD or something. Like you'd pay $7 for your DVD. Your DVD for a new release, let's say $7 for a new release DVD. Your, DVD, your movie was usually an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, that's right. Maybe a little bit longer, depending on the movie. Um, so for seven dollars, you're getting two hours entertainment essentially, you're paying fifteen dollars for a subscription monthly subscription where you can get up to however many hours a month playtime out of it. Mm,
0: that's right yeah
2: that's, um, that's, that's the way you should need to look at it is, is uh, how much value of money value for money am I going to get out of it?
1: Yeah um, and one way or another, it's still gonna be better value than Disney plus yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, so yeah. that's, that's a nice segue
0: to um, that I was gonna wanted to talk about the Mandalorian, but you're right, so <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ben, F- finish your point, finish your point. <laughs> no,
2: no, no, actually, I'm, I'm interested to hear about yeah. this, but don't spoil Mandalorian for me because no, I've only watched the first okay, two episodes. So that, still. that was what I was going to ask, so yeah, so I mean, I've watched the whole
0: series of the Mandalorian, loved it to bits, thought it was excellent. Um, you can tell they're going to make more series and, and can't wait for them. Well, season two's
2: yeah. casting's already gone up and go. Rosario Dawson's going to play Ahsoka, which has made me so very happy. Cool. yeah. I think a- she'd
0: be
1: awesome because she's, I mean, Ahsoka's basically orange, isn't she? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So yeah. it's, so, it's so great, but you're right, cool. Simon, on the viewpoint that since I've stopped watching The Mandalorian, I don't think I've logged into Disney Plus once and I stupidly bought the year subscription.
2: But Clone Wars is out.
0: Yeah, so I, and it's, it's probably been a time issue too. But, yeah, I'm sure there is stuff I would enjoy. And I, I do want to catch up on about 4,000. No, like you, new,
2: the new seen. season of Clone Wars is being released weekly at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I haven't seen any of them, so I'd want to start from the start. Oh, yeah, I'd want to start, from the start. Yeah, I know. Whoa, we've had this discussion before. No. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, we've
1: clearly wiped it from our memory because it was too shocking to that's contemplate. Right.
2: No, that's mm-hmm. definitely on the to-do list for sure so um but yeah well, there man, you go i just gave you a reason to log in you've got six seasons so, to watch good. seven now that they're releasing the seventh season oh god
0: the um yeah man, and three the,
2: seasons of star wars rebels get on it
0: well you get on to mandalorian too because yeah it kicks ass so i'm mean, no, um, gonna watch the whole i um,
2: um i i promised someone i'd watch it with them and it's uh, just haven't had the opportunity yeah, okay. to uh, so that's why
1: Ooh, is that a uh, candlelight bottle of wine mandalorian And you never know Uh, what. Or like candlelight, bottle of
2: beer, and uh, maybe some wedges. Some wedges. Mm. Wedges. Wedges or wedgies. I said wedges. I don't know where you picked up wedgies from, but dude, dude, whatever rocks
1: your boat. That's right. Whatever works.
2: Hey, I don't judge.
0: That's right. Nor should we. Except wedgie. So, Simon, Mm. do you give um, the Mandalorian the big thumbs up? You've watched it all, haven't you?
1: I, I have watched it all. Yes, um, I would give it ooh, seven and a half, eight out of ten. Mm. It's it's not without its problems, but compared to a lot of well, most okay, all um, all of the Disney output so far, uh, it's it's exemplary. I mean, it yeah. it does it feels like Star Wars. I mean, Rogue nice. One felt like Star Wars. That's the only decent yes. movie they've managed to spit out, as far as I'm concerned. Although Solo. It is okay, it's just completely unnecessary.
0: Yeah, agreed. There you go. And um, I'm going to jump through the running sheet just because it's unusual for us to not be rigidly sticking to point by point. Um, Mandalore reminded me of Star Wars, obviously, in Disney. So back in December, I was getting excited about going to the US um, in January and did manage to get there. Thankfully, I only got back about a week or 10 days before... Everything started going to shit. Um, And so I spent, we only spent one day at Disney, a very, very long day at Disney. Um, But my wife and I did get to Galaxy's Edge. Funnily enough, as it turned out, on the day that the new attraction launched to um, now Rise of the Resistance, isn't it? I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it, it literally launched that day. So we had obviously couldn't get onto that because they would have pre sold the, the launch days months ago. There was just, you know, there were signs everywhere saying, don't even dream about going on this. Um,
2: but no, I like it, to actually picture that. Just don't even dream about yeah, going on this ride. It wasn't quite that
0: strongly worded. of was like, yeah, these it was something like these, the tickets to Rise of the Resistance today, you know, sold out months ago. You know, don't even think about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the, as you, you can, anyone can watch a YouTube video and see what it's like, but it, it is quite incredible. There were still decent crowds there, as you'd expect, in January. Uh, slower time for Disney than some sometimes a year, but still lots of people around. Um, the overall whole Star Wars area is excellent. The Galaxy's Edge thing so um, is brilliant. We had to line up for about 35, 40 minutes but what's cool about the lineup is that the way it snakes into the spaceport itself, or whatever, um, keeps you entertained. I mean, after probably four or five times of lining up, it's not going to. But as we only went on it once, and I'll explain why in a minute. But it's very entertaining from the very get go. Obviously, you start lining up if the line's long enough, right near where the Millennium Falcon is in the main guts of the the whole uh, part of the theme park. Um, mm-hmm. My wife, God bless her, uh, basically said, Oh, so is that the one we go on for the Galaxy's Edge? And I went, Yeah, can you imagine what the line's like if everyone was going into that? I actually Googled, and apparently, I think it's 20, there are 28, 28 um, simultaneous rides for Galaxy's Edge running. Which, uh, And what's amazing, and I, I wasn't watching super closely, but I was trying to work out logistically how it is. I have no way of understanding except right at the end you do snake off into corridors just how they do it so smoothly that you have no idea that there are that many of them going on there's no way you would ever know that it's it's extremely they, well they done.
1: they are really really good at that the um i remember well, the, uh, the, yeah. the original star star tours was like that as well it kept you entertained all the way up to the sim the simulator and yeah i had no idea how many of those were running simultaneously as yeah. well it's they splash mountain too keeps you entertained all the way through because i think we went may 91 i think it was and yeah uh it's the crowd management it's is amazing, just yeah. brilliant of course that, that's that's before um bob cutback uh started gouging um a lot of the uh, a lot of the, the uh, money oh, out around, of the, yeah. the parks. Yeah, you certainly don't see that,
0: walking around characters anywhere near what she would have used to have.
1: No, um, no, they've cut right back that. on that in the shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, shame. And it's Star really
0: shame. Tours are still there and I didn't go on that and that's for the same reason I only did one ride on um, Galaxy's Edge. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but Star Tours is still going strong and my daughter loves Splash Mountain. She thought it was the highlight of the whole trip. Um, it is awesome. Yeah, so Galaxy's Edge, you, you basically um, you get to a corridor and a Disney employee gives hands out six tokens because it was just my wife and I, and then we were uh, linked up with four people we hadn't met before because it's teams of six. Uh, they hand out six tokens to our uh, gunners, to our pilots, and to our engineers. And of course, my mm. wife and I, as the oldest by about twenty years, and the six get uh, handed the pilots chips oh yeah i know so my wife so my wife (laughs) quite uh, manages to palm hers off onto one of the younger people i try even as a gamer i thought i would love to pilot it but i I was really concerned from the get-go about motion sickness and i'd read that if you're in the pilot seat that's where it's worse for motion sickness So I I tried to palm it off but no one else in that group was taking the pilots token. So (laughs) so it was me and another young guy and I thought, Well, okay, that's fine. I mean, I've played plenty of games. I know that you know, I know how to do it. It's just I I hopefully I don't get sick. So, anyway, we go in and, of course, then they explain it, that the joystick is down is up, up is down, which is the standard for most games. But I, for the last 15 years, I always changed the settings to be down is down oh, and up is up. Right? So, I'm going, oh, oh fuck. Oh, oh, it's no. like, oh, shit. So, now I've got to not get motion sick and remember that it's the opposite to what I play every single game like. Right? Mm. So, anyway, you take – look, it is incredible. that The goggles oh, – or sorry, there are no goggles. You – the immersiveness of it is incredible. The graphic quality is top-notch. Every time you don't pilot something and hit something, the whole thing shakes like shit. I didn't vomit. I did, but by the end of the first run-through, I was feeling quite nauseous. I wasn't about to get sick. But that's why we only did one and didn't go and start Tours afterwards. But it is incredible. If you've got any way of getting there for that as a Star Wars fan... Even Like, I was debating going back for a second go and risk, risking the vomit for it. It was great. But um, the piloting was shit because, you know, the other guy was no better than I had. So that made me feel all right. He was about 25 years younger, but he was just as shit as I was. Um, but it's just for, for those of you that are Star Wars fans, being, and I was lucky to be in the right pilot seat that I was the one that got to pull the the um lever down to go into hyperspace and all that. It's just it's incredibly oh, cool how well it's done.
1: God, that'd be good.
0: Yeah, so I do highly, highly recommend it. A lot of fun. Um but if you do get motion sickness, go in eyes open and definitely try and get the gunner or engineer positions. Yeah, it's it's full on. If you've got any sort of motion sickness, just it's so immersive. I was focusing on whatever horizon I could try trying to keep my stomach together. But it was good. If only could reverse the polarity of the joystick,
1: but anyway, or or maybe you could learn to use it properly. Yeah, there is that. There is that that. too.
0: There is that, and it wouldn't take long either. You'd get used to it. Um, and I. Okay, boomer. And you—that's right.
2: And (laughs) thanks, Karen. Um, Why? So, as the youngest person on this podcast, I love that you use those bloody terms against each other. Yeah, I know. It's good, isn't it? See? <laughs> hey, hey, we're not
1: as old as you think, maybe.
0: That's right. Um, and, and in the briefest I mean, terms... You've, got, I... you've still got at least 10 years
1: plus on me, so... That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that, mister. We'll see who dies first, okay? Yeah, well...
2: That's hey, it. I quit smoking seven years ago. I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. The alcohol might still catch up to me.
1: That's a preservative, mate. You're fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: um, and just one last thing
0: in America is I did enjoy overall Universal Studios better than Disney. I can't cope oh, with really? the, the universal happiness of Disney. The Star Wars stuff I enjoyed. Yeah. The other parts I enjoyed. Like the Nightmare – Is it Nightmare Before Christmas? or Whatever the – the the Burton part of Disney was excellent as well. Really liked yeah. that. But, yeah, the, the rest of it I could take a leave. Universal love. The fact that, you know, you can walk into the Quickie Mart and – um, Mo's Mo's bar and all that sort of stuff. I just loved all that stuff, and there were there were a bunch of other cool things. There, the Universal Studio tour, which probably most of our listeners have done multiple times. I'd never done that. That even that traditional old Universal Studios, tour was just absolutely brilliant. Um, do they, they
1: have, still do they still have King Kong and the Bridge?
0: Yeah, so they have King. So they have. Oh, uh, cool. They have Kong. What is it? Uh, what is it? Island Skull Island, whatever it is. The Kong movie. What was was it? Skull Island.
1: Oh, they must have updated it.
0: Yeah, so it's it's actually quite incredible. They give you these really dodgy looking, nearly like those old seventies three D glasses, um, and you're on those dinky little like tram trolley things. But they you do a Kong Skull Island and a Fast and Furious section in two different bits, and you I, honestly, you would swear you're on that trolley cart doing 120 k's in Fast and Furious. It was incredible how well they do that, given the limitations they must have with what they got.
1: Oh, cool. Well, you must be uh, uh, if you're anything like me, and you're probably not. But uh, the new parks they've uh, Universal has been promoting in uh, Orlando. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Disney Disney World's in a lot of trouble when Nintendo Land opens up. I mean,
2: holy crap!
0: Mm, I didn't realise. Yeah, that'd be incredible.
2: Isn't Nintendo Land only opening in Japan though to start with? Oh, they might. They
1: might probably. I mean, there's.
2: I, I, heard that, I heard it was only really opening in Japan in, like, supposed to be this summer, Japan summer anyway.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, timings are obviously um, up for grabs at the moment, but, yeah. but, no, it's 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 going to one of the the new parks
0: yeah, that um, Universal the is opening. To go. So even when mm. we talked to a ride-share driver at one stage, you said that Universal in Florida's heaps better than the one in L.A., so um, yeah, well they've
1: got the space. There's yeah, a lot of a lot of swamp you can yeah. hold on.
0: That's that's right. So anyway, that's enough me rambling on. But yeah, um, if you're a fan of any of that stuff and you haven't been there, definitely get there. If you, particularly if you're a non-US citizen, not that you can get there at the moment. But anyway. No. All right. Um, and was...
2: I'll, I'll actually just say, even if you're not going over for theme parks, there's plenty of other stuff that's in the US and oh, Canada that's sure. worthwhile seeing. Hundred yeah, percent.
0: I mean, just, I, I could spend a month in New York. That's because that's the, oh, I don't know whether this is too boring, but I, I managed to get in the audience of the Colbert show. Oh, nice. Day one in New York. Bernie Sanders was the guest. So it was a bit of a fun time. So there were a few black oh. Suburbans parked out the front. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you get to go to like a Broadway show or anything while yeah, you were so in New did, York? Um,
0: My daughter, the main reason we went to America was she turned 18 and finished her final schooling, so wanted mm-hmm. to see Hamilton the musical on Broadway. Oh, cool! You um, you managed to get in to see Hamilton? Yeah, at a great cost. So I I hadn't done any research on Hamilton, and I I do love musical theatre, but I just thought mm. well, how exciting could one be about a well, he wasn't even president, you know. The treasurer of the, you know, one of the early U.S. governments, whatever. But yeah, we, at a cost of around two hundred and eighty U.S. dollars each, I managed Oof. to get tickets, and we were right up the back. Like we could, I think That's we were about ten thousand
2: Australian so. on the current <laughs> <Yeah>. exchange rate. <laughs> the current Jesus one. Christ! Yeah, it was a lot of money. How, but how was,
1: many? How many
0: Australian? How many Australian pesos
1: does that convert into? <laughs> well, um, it'd be about well, a grand. Yeah, like I said, about ten. Yeah, about
2: a grand. Because it'd be about it's a grand. it's what is it? It's um, it's sixty. Well, it's fifty something. Uh, is it fifty? something
0: sixty yeah, one. Yeah,
2: one American dollar is buying like a dollar seventy three dollars to a dollar eighty yeah. something. But it was sixty seven when we were there. Yeah,
0: it, it's better, but, yeah. so yeah. Anyway, we paid nearly a third, and that was just the because t- I said the four of us can't afford to do it, so. Uh, the two musical theatre fans went. So me and the eighteen year olds. Mm. Um, yeah, I, again, if you get the chance, where if it comes to your country, and I know it's coming to Australia next year, and I'm not sure it might already be in the UK, Simon. That is actually an incredible musical.
2: I enjoyed the out yeah. of that. Just, just in saying that, and on the topic of Broadway and incredible musicals. Um uh, Book of Mormon. I saw that yeah. in Broadway when I was in New York, and that's a fantastic, hilarious musical. Because yeah, planned on getting
0: to uh, that. Get
2: there. The South Park guys are fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I would love <laughs> to have
0: seen that. Yeah, because I because I went to Colbert, and my I managed to jag my wife and a Canadian friend who was already going. They went and saw Seinfeld stand up. Who happened to be there <laughs> the nights we were there. Oh, cool. So, and apparently he was still very funny. Um, But, yeah, Colbert was interesting. I won't bore us with that now, but that was a fascinating experience because they um, pre-recorded the Friday night show as well as the Thursday night show. Um, And it was just amazing how I knew Colbert was good as far as his discipline and craft. But, yeah, the way he does those monologues, and I know he rehearses the shit out of it, but he essentially did each eight-minute monologue with only one stop each time for a minor mistake, and he just went back to the previous sentence, and they obviously cut it together. But, yeah, he, that guy's a master at what he does. Well, he's had a lot of practice. He has. That's right. He ought to mm-hmm. be good at it by now. A bit like us. So um, I thought we might yeah, go... Yeah, flawless. <laughs> flawless. I thought we might go into games. <laughs> so I've rabbited on about Destiny 2 and whatever, but um, maybe starting with you, Simon, any eight games you're playing and loving at the moment? Um, I've Besides got... Anthem?
1: Besides Anthem? Uh, oh, is there another game besides Anthem? Are you still uh, playing No Man's uh, Sky? Uh, I do dip into it yeah. periodically. There's, yeah, I mean, now the, go, the game is always big and expansive, but mm. now there's just... I, I've got no reason to leave my the shitty planet I'm already on. Yeah. I'm too busy. <laughs> got stuff to do.
0: I haven't been um, able to but, approach the learning curve of the new game. Not that there's a massive learning curve, but it's just changed enough that I haven't spent the time to try and get to know what's changed. Uh,
1: just start afresh. Yeah. Just start afresh because you can have you can have multiple games
0: yeah, on there anyway.
1: Cool. So so that's easy. Um. Oh, what was it called? Uh, the uh, is it another world. I don't know that one. Uh, the yeah, outer I've world. A...
0: No. Oh, the outer worlds. The outer world. That's oh, it, yeah. It's great. Okay.
2: Yeah. 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 That's that's I, a I, I
0: spent freaking great game. It is. Spent brilliant.
1: more time playing it than looking at the box. So I forgot the name of it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I've, I think that is that is a really good game. It Thoroughly is. enjoying that. Mm-hmm. It took me a little bit of time to get used to the weapons because yeah. uh, I, I think when you come right down to it, no one's really better than Bungie. Destiny yeah, and Halo are still great games yes. for possibly the perfect games for, that, for that shooting. Said,
0: what, what I did like about The Outer Worlds is about 80% of the weapon controls were the same as Destiny. There were variances, but it was close enough mm. that I was able to jump in fairly quickly.
2: Yeah. What I found with the Outer Worlds, and it actually deterred me from finishing the game, is that I didn't like the gun controls on the console compared to PC. Right. Cause it is free on Game Pass, so I could on both PC and console, but the game the same game save doesn't transfer over. But on PC with a mouse it the gun control felt heaps more snappy. The problem I had was it's not the sort of game I actually wanted to sit down in front of my PC to play. Yeah.
0: Does yeah. Does that make
2: sense? Like, it, it, yeah, it, does. it I wanted to sit on the couch and play it. I didn't want to sit there with a mouse and keyboard and play it. and Because the, also the menu uh, controls on a uh, controller just didn't feel great to me. It's just, it's just too off-putting for me to want to continue playing, and I didn't want to sit down in front of the PC to play it. Even though I did put in a good four or five hours on the PC play, through was play as well. So. Yeah.
0: No, oh, it's a great game. I mean, I finished the mm. the, the whole campaign, but I, I'd love to go back and because you can, it's replayability is oh. quite high. So I'd yeah, have to go back and have another go. Yeah, good call, Simon.
1: Have either of you played Control? Because that's a game that I haven't got it yet. Because you know, oh. don't have quite the disposable income I used to. But uh, mm. that that looks like a really an intriguing game. I find. Have either of you tried it?
2: No. no, but I've heard very good things, and I'm just looking on Game Pass at the moment, and it's not there, so I won't be playing it anytime soon. <laughs>
1: mm. Oh well, I'll, I'll, uh, I, will, uh, I will apprise you when I find out more.
2: Yeah, I, I, I will just say because I've mentioned it twice now, Game Pass is excellent value for money, just in terms of what games are available on there. Like I've been, um, I recently played through all of Batman: Arkham Asylum and Arkham City again off the Game Pass um just because i wanted to play those games again um and if updated for the new consoles and things like that um ori will of the wisps just came out which i've only managed to play maybe about 10 15 minutes of but it's beautiful just in terms of
1: looks and the last game was a beauty Uh, as well wasn't it
2: yeah and i i really want to sit down and spend some more quality time with that um and just, yeah, just the value for money out of Game Pass at the moment is just really, really good, um, especially in these sort of times where we're going to be needing to distract, this, yeah. distract ourselves. That's actually a good way of putting it. Um, yeah, it's really, really good because there are so many games and every now and then I, jump, I start scrolling through a library and go, holy shit, I don't believe that's on there, like, If I scroll through right now, if I go, uh, like, Plague Tale, that's a new game that came out last year which people were raving about. Um, Gears 5, which I still haven't spent anywhere near enough time with. Um, What else is – what's there was something else that was new. I can't remember. Besides Ori. Ori (laughs) came out. uh, (laughs) That's PlayStation, sadly. Yeah. Um, but like Two Point Hospital, that came out recently, uh, and it's on Game Pass from launch date. That's pretty good. Like that's a one of those sim build it, build it yourself games, and like like uh, like a I suppose it'd be an homage to like Hospital Tycoon or Railroad Tycoon and uh, Theme Park Tycoon from back in the day, sort of thing. Um, so yeah, that came out like a couple of weeks ago, and it was. Day one on Game Pass, so is, I'm constantly surprised how many really good games are actually just showing up on Game yeah. Pass all the time.
0: Oh, um, I need to buy an Xbox. It's well, on PC.
2: But... Oh wait, you use Apple?
0: Yeah, sorry.
2: Oh, we are, might be about <laughs> to buy
0: a Switch. My daughter's demanding a <laughs> Switch, and I think just because I want one, I may cave. Mm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a perfect reason to cave is to get something you want.
2: That's
1: right. <laughs> it's like it's like. It's like Marge's bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just,
1: exactly. just, just, just on the uh, subject of things you may or may not necessarily want. Uh, do we want to talk about uh, the coverage? That's the recent coverage of the new consoles.
0: Yeah,
1: why? Not?
2: Yeah, sure. Why not?
1: Did anyone watch
0: any of it?
2: Nope. I didn't even know it had happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched a little bit of the Xbox stuff and I saw how they presented the PlayStation stuff and I just cringed.
1: <laughs> a lot of people haven't been terribly happy with uh, Mr. Cerny and his presentation. I, no. found it, I found it fascinating. He's sort of
2: like walking, talking ASMR as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, Like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of stuff and a lot of information in Mark Cerny's uh, presentation that to the right people, is very, very interesting. But the way they presented it and the way they announced it, saying, like, on the PlayStation Twitter and everything like that, oh, there's got to be a 9 a.m. walkthrough with the console, like, blah, 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 talking about everything, Um, like, doing these big public sort of demonstrations of it, that was definitely not the right way to do it. It was just, to the average punter that just wants to know about the next PlayStation console, they were bored shitless.
1: Yeah, the mm. framing and context, considering they announced that mm. just after Xbox had done that thing with uh, Austin and uh, Digital Foundry. Yeah. And then so. they made their announcement. Of course, people are expecting, oh, it's going to be, oh, here we go. This is, we're going to see the console. We see the controllers, see the games. Yeah. No, we got to learn it about it. It was a it,
2: university it was. lecture. That's what it was. it was.
1: It was a very interesting university lecture.
2: Oh, don't get me think, wrong. Yeah, there's, from what I've heard, there is some really interesting data in in tech specs and the way it was presented from a lecture point of view was really fascinating. But, like I said, to the general person, it <laughs> – oh, boy.
1: And I, I've got to admit, I haven't seen Dana Carvey on stage for a very long time, so it's refreshing
2: to see him back there. <laughs> um, Gary
1: what, what Ritter. Was, what was going on? I
2: don't know. Yeah, Gary Ritter, um, who – some might know he was the writer of Book of Eli and Rogue One. Um, he uh, he does uh, work with the kind of funny guys and does like their uh, Games Daily podcast on Wednesdays every Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and he was it happened to be the day that he was on Games Daily that they did the announcement for the PlayStation stuff, and he was ripping it to shreds. And this is a guy that used to be a PC games editor in the UK um and he was just absolutely ripping it to shreds saying this is like this is some really fascinating stuff but even i was sitting there falling asleep and i'm an old school pc gamer and all this stuff no one needs to know about how bloody hard drives work and how they load sectors and things like that we just want to know our games load faster and that they work and all this sort of stuff show us the cool bells and whistles don't sit there and explain to us how it works because this this might be interesting as a developers conference which is was originally slated for GDC, Um, but for public perception and watching and everything else, compared to the way Xbox presented their stuff, was garbage.
1: Yeah, if they made the announcement to try and build hype to counter some of the publicity Microsoft were getting, it had exactly the opposite effect of the one they were looking for,
0: I would suspect.
2: 100%. Mm,
0: That's a shame.
2: Actually, I'll ask, the, I'll ask the question. If you guys were to buy one of these consoles on day one, which Xbox. one you buy? See, I didn't even finish the question, and you've had the same answer I had. So for me mm. to
0: be based on, it's one of those ecosystem things, just because if there was backwards compatibility with the other PlayStation games, and I couldn't get them on the Xbox, I might stay with mm. PlayStation, but otherwise, no, I'm agnostic. I'd happily swap platforms.
2: Interesting. Interesting. That's not the response I was actually expecting. But, um, yeah, because I would definitely go Xbox as well. I will definitely buy both in the long run.
1: Yeah, eventually.
2: Um, But if I was to choose one at launch, it's going to be the Series X, just um, out of the backwards compatibility that they're already touting, the Game Pass functionality with day one releases on Game Pass. So I I don't have to buy the Game Pass, the Microsoft exclusives, because they're included in Game Pass. Um, so I get Halo Infinite and Bloody Hellblade Two at launch for free, essentially with my subscription. Which my subscription is what fifteen dollars a month, which I was talking about before with WoW subscriptions and you know right. getting your value dollar out of your subscriptions. Um,
1: yeah, and also don't forget the fact that you can um, if, when you're subscribed to Game Pass if you actually want to buy any of the games because obviously they things rotate, things yep. come in and new things come in, old things go out. But you You're also get a discount, discount on, on yeah. buying any games if you actually like them enough to want to keep them around. So, yeah, yeah I mean, there's a, there's a lot of perks. But yeah. that said, there's still time for Sony to knock everybody or uh, blow everybody away. Um, well, I'm waiting
2: for them to do the PlayStation right now. now equivalent of Game Pass sort of thing. But yeah. here's the thing about PlayStation Now that really shoots me because the majority of people I ever hear or see talk about it are in the U.S., they forget it's only really limited markets that have access to PlayStation Now. I think it's only started being advertised in Australia in the last month or so.
0: As yeah, as, I, don't, I don't... So, sorry, you I talking about checked P- PS Plus or this is something different?
2: No, no, PlayStation Now, which is like this oh, okay. subscription model similar to Game Pass, where oh, okay. originally wow. it was launched as a way that you could say play like a playstation 3 game on a ps4 and it would stream from a server uh-huh. but i think they've moved into more the similar to uh realm as what the netflix model slash game pass model is where you download the game and you can play it as long as you maintain your subscription
1: yeah let's let's be fair playstation now is the trailer park equivalent at this point that's not to say it yeah. can't get better but one of sony's weaknesses has always been their infrastructure Oh, uh, and I say this is yeah. someone who got well and truly sucked into the the more of uh, of the, the the Sony hack on mm-hmm. of um, a PlayStation and uh, and obviously on my PC as well. So and, yeah, that's they've always had. They kind of cobbled it together initially as a response to Xbox Live, which let's remember was around since the original Xbox. And yeah. I think they've been playing catch up ever since. And yeah. because the PlayStation They're division is catch-up. really. Yeah, they are, and because the PlayStation division's the only one that's really making any money, um, it they they've because let's face it, it's uh, Azure is the is the competition to Amazon. It's one mm. of the one of the the big um, infrastructure platforms out there. So I, I think it's one of the reasons why PlayStation or Sony have ended up going and making a deal with with Microsoft to use the Azure platform for their networking so it may improve but they're always going to be slightly behind uh microsoft on that because then although sony love doing proprietary
2: shit um it's not going to help them here No, not really no no and like and that's the thing it's always been the one thing that's bothered me about my playstation is every time i go on there the ui hasn't been really updated since launch um nothing's been improved on it it hasn't gotten any quicker if anything it gets slower even oh, and can i have you
1: have you have you have you either of you visited the playstation store on your ps3 recently i
0: don't that, own that, a ps3 and
2: i am glad i never put purchased that console but that's oh, that's
0: one thing wow. I, I just want yeah. to slag the shit out of destiny 2 but i cannot believe compared to the outer worlds or pretty much any other game red dead redemption any of them i played how long it takes from turn, clicking on the Destiny 2 icon to being actually able to play. It's fucking insane. It's over three minutes.
2: Oh, has it gotten that bad?
0: It's absolutely terrible. I just don't know wow. how they even hold their head up. I, I I now turn it on and I'll go and do like a chore around the house or something. Go make yourself a cup yeah. of coffee or if something. I, oh, yeah. By the time I come back, if I'm lucky, it's ready for me to start. It's insane. Wow.
2: Anyway, That's sorry. bad. Yeah. Um, well, the, that's what I was going to say. Like, they've got the option to do – I can't remember what they call it. It's like doing a defrag on your hard drive on your computer. But you can go into – if you go into the boot-up menu on the PlayStation, you hold down the power button for about 10 seconds till you get the second beep. Okay. You have to have a controller plugged in to be able to do this. Um, basically, it'll go up into the menus, and there's an option there to do – I, I can't remember the exact wording of it. It's like doing a yeah, defrog. I do mean a like Yeah, I should have had yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to go. Yeah. That I, does actually speed up the um, the U, UI and everything a little bit. But the fact that you have to do that is what yeah, shits me. I know. Because like I don't worlds, have to do that on my Xbox. No, that's what right. Outer Worlds might wait
0: a my Like, I think, mm. well, I don't know, Outer words might be a minute tops by the time it loads. You know, you get all those tool tips and stuff. But yeah, Destiny's another whole ball game. It's ridiculous.
2: Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, all those things, but and the thing I've always had problems with is like, just I just want to go on the PlayStation store. Oh, I've bought a perfect example, I bought the Mortal Kombat season pass. Right? They've released yeah. new characters, Spawn just came out last week. Oh, yeah, hell of cool. a lot of fun, love Spawn, uh, really, really cool character, and they did a hell of a lot of justice in making him a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah. That being said. To actually add him to my game, even though I've got the subscription, I have to go in through the menus in PlayStation and yeah. go to uh, this into the store, and to load up that store, it could be infinite time if depending on when I like last, how I last shut down my console yeah. and all these sorts of things as to how long it takes for the store page to actually load up so I can download something. Yeah, that's just a shit. Yeah, it's yeah. shit. And this is the thing that bothers me the most is because there's so many Sony pony fanboys out there um, that they just don't know that there's better options out there. That doesn't have to be that way. Right. That's why they love Sony so much because that's all they're invested in, is they're invested yeah, exactly. in the Sony platform. So they don't they don't see oh shit Xbox actually does do it better. Yeah. Oh shit I can do this stuff on PC ten times quicker. Like that's the thing that bothers me, Matt the most is because majority of people that are used to Sony platform, they don't realize it has been done better for longer elsewhere. That's
0: right. I yeah. tell you what, if, but, that, if you could get a Mario Kart on Xbox, I would dump all my other consoles and move to Xbox tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Dude, just buy horizon for to horizon four. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know.
1: You will, you, you will be, you it's, will be fine. You can drive okay, around in a huge, well, you can drive around in a Lego car.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you can drive well, why, around why, England why in, a, in a Lego car. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I should say Great Britain because it's got Scotland and Wales and everything in there as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's the interesting thing. They've got
1: my neck of the woods. We're in the the southwest, and mm. but the the only only major city is uh, is Edinburgh. Which, of course, is not in the south. It's it's a bit like what they did. It's a bit like what they did for um, Horizon Three with Australia. Australia, Yeah, with Australia, sort of. uh, No, I I
2: love that. Oh, this is called Byron Bay, but there isn't actually a single thing that looks like Byron Bay at all in it. It's the, um, the Uluru on and the horizon The, the gives well, Apostles are uh, between Surface Paradise and Byron Bay, by oh, the way. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's
1: okay. Because it doesn't make the, – the countryside, it's it's whatever. It's whatever. It's just got yeah. areas influenced by real-life yeah. places. Yeah,
2: yeah okay. it, it, works, it works to a degree. It just, it just made me laugh the whole time. Every time I went to Byron Bay, I'm like, oh, this is Byron Bay. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> It's like um, any other beach town in the Northern Rivers. Like, this doesn't look like Byron Bay at all.
0: Oh, Byron, Byron Bay. There's even a Byron Bay's <laughs> going to be a crater in, in two months anyway, so.
1: Oh, it's just going to be, you won't be able to find it because it'll just be a huge bong haze over it.
0: Well, no, more yeah. Yeah, more because the, the, anti-vax, um, the anti-vax population up there, I think they'll mostly be dead.
2: <laughs> hey, we can months. claim it back finally. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, the boomer works. <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
0: so, otherwise, any other quick pop culture recommendations before we wrap up? I, I'm trying to rack my brains <laughs> of movies I've seen on um, endless flights to Perth until they shut down the
2: airlines. Um, well, okay, so just talking video games a little more. Uh, Division 2 released Warlords of New York recently. Oh, yeah, uh, the out of it that I've played so far is actually quite a lot of fun. I like the fact that the boss fights have boss fight mechanics uh, similar to a World of Warcraft or the Old Republic sort of thing, which was actually really cool. Um, The one boss fight, without spoiling it too much, that I had basically the guy had a hologram ability. So he'd pop up all around the map and there'd be holograms all around and you had to guess which one was the real one. And, and like, you'd call out, oh, because, like, there was um, also like Alpha Charlie tango bloody markings written, like, written uh, right. under the bloody thing that popping out of. So you'd call that out to your teammates. And then also you'd have, uh, there was these turrets that were going off as well. So you'd call out where the turrets were that you had to, you know, disable the turrets before you could actually fight anyone else because the turrets were destroying you. So um, really, really cool to see that they've um, implemented some more mechanics type strategy stuff with the Division. Um, I'd like a little bit more stealth stuff thrown in there as well, like the option to be stealthy, similar to a Ghost Recon or a Splinter Cell. But yeah. that's a that's more a personal thing than anything. I, mean, I do
0: love that game. It's purely time that I don't play that more because I've got Division Two and loved what I played of it.
2: It's a yeah. great game. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, um, I mentioned Ori as well recently. I wanted to play that some more because it's just gorgeous the the few minutes that i managed to get to play of it um and i've heard really really good things doom apparently is really really good i'm eyeing that off on green man gaming at yeah, the moment yeah, I'm tempted to with that yeah um uh, my twitter feed is absolutely chockers with animal crossing yeah, like, what's, it, what's the because
0: go- that's why my daughter's speaking for a switch is for animal crossing so and she's 18 so
2: yeah i don't know what what's yelling, going on there yelling people are going ballistic for this thing it is insane. Um, and majority of the people that are sharing stuff on Twitter that I'm seeing, they're all time skipping, so you're all a bunch of cheap- cheaters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that being said, play your game how you want. Do you have fun? You do you. But, yeah, it's, it's not a game for me, so it's not one I'm going to be picking up. But everyone that I know that it has picked it up, and my Twitter feed is chockers. Yeah, it's gone off Death set chockers. Mm. Um, With it. They're they're loving it, so you know. Power to you, uh, have fun with it, do what you want to do. Um, Doom's getting ten out of ten ratings oh, and is things it? like. Oh, no, don't so, tell me
0: that. Yeah. Oh, might have to buy air. As you know, you've you got to be over the age of thirty to want to play Doom every time I release it releases. The last one that I bought. You I, the last Doom. Yeah, I played the last Doom. I, did, I didn't get anywhere near the finish, but I I liked what I played.
2: Um, I. It was so good, but at the same time, the level, the repetitivity of the levels yeah. got really bad towards the end of the game. Yeah. That, was my, that was my only downside. It was like, oh, fuck, I've got to go collect seven fucking keys again to get yeah. through this next Let me
0: Um look at that one for sure. Um, and just while I think of it, you I don't know why Doom reminded me of it, but uh, one thing I did uh, see movie-wise since we last caught up was Joker, which I think you'd already seen it last time we talked about oh. So, I, I saw that
2: when it first came out at the cinemas. Yeah, yeah what
0: do you yeah. think? Oh, look, I think it's – I'm not a big DC – I don't mind DC, but I'm not a fan like I am of Marvel. But, I mean, you don't need to be a fan of anything related to superheroes, obviously, to enjoy that movie. It's fucking incredible. Yeah.
2: It's insane, like, yeah. the, the mental health aspect oh, of that it's movie. Dark it's dark as. Like, it's... You, you
0: definitely don't go in to be uplifted. I, I watched it on a plane to mm-hmm. Perth and loved every minute of it. But, yeah, dark is yeah. an understatement. But no, lovely. yeah. And the fact that De Niro—I had no idea De Niro was in it, so that was a pleasant surprise.
2: Yeah, uh, it's really Mark Mariner's... um Yeah, that,
0: actually, that was another really pleasant surprise because I love Mark. Mariner. Yeah, um, if he's you've brilliant. Not, If you've not seen the Glow show on on Netflix, it's oh, it's great. I've only, I love that series. Yeah, I've watched the first. Are they up to season three? Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've only watched the first two or three, three episodes. Of season three. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just love Mark Maron, let alone his podcast.
1: Um, mm. I, look, I, I think you guys is you, you're too much in the now and the past. What you need to do is look to the future, because I am really looking forward to when Marvel release a version of the New Warriors. I I can't wait to see who they cast for uh, Safe Space and Snowflake. It's I, it's going to. I mean, wow! <laughs> what it's it's so brave and stunning. So brave and stunning. Oh,
2: uh,
0: awesome. snowflake! Awesome. Just remind me, new warriors, and uh, which, what, mate,
1: mate, you don't need to know. It's if it'll be pulp before it even, as soon as it comes yeah, off so the printing new, press. It's a
0: new team. It's not not a reboot of saying because I don't recall that at all. It's it's
1: well, it's sort of a sort of a reboot. Yeah, it's um, I think Team Titans, but. Oh but god! Marvel. I'm just wondering whether that was. <laughs> I one don't have the words.
0: The Marvel New Universe series back in the 90s was it, was that one of their titles? I can't recall. Anyway, doesn't matter. All right. Um, any other quick recommendations? Otherwise, I probably need. To uh,
2: yeah, Good Omens. I finished watching that over this last oh, week. Uh, that's
0: another one on my list.
2: Yeah, uh, that lock, actually lock really and
0: key on
1: Netflix. Watch lock and key. That's
0: quite uh, cool. actually. I yeah. have watched the first episode. Of that and yeah, must admit that was great. I just again haven't watched the rest. But
2: yeah. the trailer but doesn't sell. will right.
0: tell you that. No, but but give it a go.
1: Uh, I found. I thought. Uh, is it going to be? What was the other one? October Academy. Is it going to be a little bit too teen dramery? But it's not.
0: No, it's not. Uh,
1: it's I really- mean, there's there's a little bit of the teen thing going on, but. I actually, I actually like the kids in this one. I, I felt like punching the ones yeah. in October can. Just shut up, you entitled, privileged little shits. Mm. Thank you. Mm. And, and Go um, away. Go away now.
0: Speaking of ecosystems, I'm just enough of a dweeb that anything related to Stephen King I like. So, obviously, Joe Hill's one of the writers of Lock and Key originally. So, um,
2: Did either of you watch uh, Castlevania Season 3 yet? No. Uh, I've got. To, I've. I've still meaning to get to that. It's just got to be in the right m- mind frame to want to watch it. I think there I've got the name of. What is it called? October. I've got the name. It's not. The, yeah, I'm getting
1: October the Umbrella Faction Academy or something, and, isn't it? October Faction. That's it. I was getting that in the Umbrella yeah, Academy. I was, is yeah, that right? Next, uh, next I'm, next I'm guessing at that. Is that? Yeah, no, no, no. October Faction. That's who I was talking oh, about. Oh shit! I was right. God, those kids need a good
2: punching. <laughs> um. <laughs> Actually, I did go to the movies the other weekend to see My Hero Academia Heroes Rising. Uh, Really, really good movie. Um, Does take place after season four of the series, but if you like the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe or anything like that, um, My Hero Academia is an anime you should be watching, 100%. Um, Get it, whatever you can, however you can get it. Just watch it. Am uh, I right in thinking you probably should uh,
1: avoid the Funimation dub version of it?
2: Actually, no. I, I, I quite enjoy the dub version of it. It's uh, oh, got okay. Chris cool. Sabat, who's the voice of Vegeta um, oh. from Dragon Ball. Uh, he plays um, All Might. And, the, yeah, the, uh insane that the um, English dub is actually quite good and – it's one of those series, there's, there's a few series out there where the English dub, you can say, is actually quite good and is comparable to the Japanese one. Um, and it's one of those ones that sits up in, in that sort of echelon, um, similar oh, to good. a Dragon Ball. Or, Dragon Ball is actually, English dub is ten times better than the Japanese one, that's personal opinion. Um, and Naruto is another one where the English dub actually is comparable to the Japanese one. Um, My hero Probably. is up there in that echelon
1: if if it's a, if it's a w you like you're probably worth getting a downloading or getting a a a hard copy of it because i think funny are going in and uh, redoing some of the uh, the voice work
2: well fun animation for my hero are actually the recorders for the um english dub yeah well, they are recording. for a lot of they they are for a lot of stuff yeah so they are actually recording a lot of the the english dub of that but um yeah yeah, they're doing a really good job. It's actually... Mm. It it syncs up pretty well. A lot of it actually works really, really well with the series. Um, and there's not a lot of English dubs of Japanese anime that you can say that about. No, that's true.
1: That's true. Some of it is absolutely appalling. It's, it's so distracting.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, speaking of absolutely appalling and distracting... I think it's time This for episode? Yeah, this episode.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Yes, your indentured servitude
0: calls you, doesn't that's it? That's right. Sorry. Uh, oh, no, I'm still good, but yeah. Um, but that was good. It's good to get the band back together, even if we're still out of tune and none of us can sing. It's good to have the band back together.
1: But the, the trouble is we've got two bass players and a drummer.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you laugh, but I actually saw a band the other week. Uh, playing and it was a two-piece band, and the bass player was. It was a bass player and a drummer, and they were. The bass player was kicking ass. He was doing lead vocals, bass playing, and essentially guitar playing on his bass. Yeah, I was going to say, see, that's
1: what he can do. That yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's not a proper bass player. It's not a proper bass player.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Oh,
1: that's a big Ooh. Tra- t- too talented.
2: Yeah, true. <laughs> <too talented>. uh, <laughs> I'll <laughs> I'll send you a link. It's a Melbourne band. Uh. uh David, I'll send you the yeah, link. You'll enjoy it. And, and just yeah. as a bit of
0: self-promotion, not that I can imagine there's a single person listening to this that plays keyboards, but if you are playing in a band, playing keyboards, I do do a podcast called The Keyboard Chronicles, which is at keyboardchronicles.com. Been interviewing lots of interesting players. I had a massive, not crush, but loved the work of um, Ellen Reed from Crash Test Dummies, and I got to spend an hour on the phone with her over the weekend. Gee, it was nice. Love the Crash Test Dummies. Anyway... Appalling.
2: Distracting. Um, Yeah. uh, If we're going to do shameless self-promotion, I have a new podcast out called Welcome to Knob Switch. Um, Sounds very you. Yeah, it does. It's very me. It's actually very more the other people that I'm in the show with. I suggested the name as a joke and they ran with it. Yeah. Sorry, I should say that they wanted to, they were trying to think of a name for the town that the story is set in. And I thought of the name Knob Switch because I was just looking around the room for things. And it's actually, it harkens back to a joke that Greg Miller from um, formerly IGN, now kind of funny, made all the time about, oh, I'll call my next video game, uh, What's Around the Room? Knob Switch. And I turned, I happened to turn around and look straight at the light switch when we were trying to think of names. And i oh, yeah, Knob Switch. And someone took it and ran with it um but it's basically a tabletop rpg style podcast where we roll dice and uh it's in the vein of like a monster of the week tv series where we fight a different monster um every now and then and uh yeah we're up to episode well we recorded five or six episodes. Episode three is just recently released. So yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. We're getting some really good feedback. So if and you enjoy that sort of thing, it's what was the name of it again? Welcome to
0: knob switch. Oh no, knob switch.
2: Sorry, not dick lever. switch. Yeah. Yeah. Dick lever. Funny fact, the opening episode, we look at the map that the GM has made for the museum that we're in, and I call out straight away that it looks like a penis. So oh, that's good. the sort of humour that you're in for. Yeah, it's my type of podcast. That, yep. that's, a, that's,
1: that's a very short TTP.
0: Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, we're definitely wrapping it there. Um, I don't know whether I need to do all the links because we don't know when we're back. You know, if the world starts to end even more, maybe we'll be back in a few weeks. Maybe we're not. We don't know. We'll just play it yeah. by ear. If you-
1: if, if you're listening to this, you probably already know how to annoy us, but otherwise uh, have a great day.
0: Yeah, well, if, if, I will give the website, so validopinionspodcast.com, and I, I just had this awful thought as you guys were talking uh, there about five minutes ago, I thought, oh my God, is the website actually still up? Can I actually publish another episode? <laughs> but it is, I just checked, and it's all good.
2: <laughs> Your subscription's still la- up. Uh, well, I had to line. change
0: it. I won't bore you with details, but I couldn't maintain two podcasts on the one um, podcast host. So I actually, but I swapped it back to the old one. And yeah, no, it's all working. All is good. So, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll be back maybe, but do send us a tweet or whatever. And um, we look forward to speaking soon. But thanks, guys, for hooking up. And we'll um, do it again, hopefully, sometime if none of us die. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. As long as. Uh... We're all alive, and it's a a welcome distraction for people. Yeah, I'm happy to do this again. Beautiful. All right. Good night. Good night. Auf Wiedersehen. (laughs)